Welcome to Unitalo, the wonderful human solution. I'm your host, Shilliam Wakespeare. I'm pleased to electronically enter your ear and prance upon the stage of your mind. Please listen ever so carefully, for many humans give voices, but few give ears. When we look at the long list of problems our world faces, it's easy to jump to the obvious conclusion that humans are the cause. Go on now, have a look, have a listen. It's ever so dreadful, don't you think? It is not, nor it cannot come to good. But break my heart, for I must hold my tongue. My friends, if you'll give me the benefit of the doubt, I would like a chance to demonstrate that exactly the opposite is true. It seems to me that humanity is the wonderful solution, not the problem. The way I see it, inhumanity is the terrible problem. We must vigilantly distinguish between wonderful humanity and terrible inhumanity. We must do this within ourselves as well as out in the world at large. Give me your ears. We are about to delve into this wonderful practice I call Unithilo where we will define our true humanity and find our true higher self. This is only possible when we take into consideration our relationship with all aspects of reality, especially the overlap between our inner and outer worlds. We must equally consider free individuals as well as society collectively, whether we like it or not, the writing upon the wall reads now as it always has. We're in this together. Noisy news again. Noisy news again. Blue light screens. Blue light screens. Dropping mother bombs. Dropping mother bombs. Casualties. Casualties. Today, I'm recording outside at Richard Clark Park in Chicago. So you may hear some background noise. The morning birds are chirping. Joggers are going by. Park employees are setting up canoes and kayaks for the day. I hope some of that energy will get into this recording. This park is located next to Lane Tech High School, where I went a long time ago. And I used to come over here for my breaks. And so today I thought it would be nice to do the recording here instead of a sterile studio. And I'm walking around as I do this, hiking back and forth. So please forgive me if I get a little bit out of breath. Walk me here, that. Speaking as he wanders in the background, methinks it is none other than the murmurings of James Spicer. Being of no power to make his wishes good, 
his promises fly so beyond his state that what he speaks is all in debt he owes for every word. I, Shilliam Wakespeare, shall have to speak his words for him upon this stage while he mumbles and pulls strings from behind the curtain. The web of our life is of a mingled yarn, good and ill together. We have to start somewhere, so we'll start here on untangling the good yarn from the ill yarn. The smell of inflation. The smell of inflation. And car chase convulsions. And car chase convulsions. Insomnia cults. Insomnia cults. Shared streaming passwords. Shared streaming passwords. This is day zero. The reason I'm starting with zero, my friends, is because this is an introduction. Unithero is a daily practice based on a seven-day week. It's important for specific practices to be aligned with specific days, numbered one through seven, as on a spectrum. Today, on day zero, I'll describe to you my concept of a podcast potluck party. And then I'll invite you to mine. By and by, I'll explain why there is a need for Unithalo, the wonderful human solution. Afterwards, I'll let you in on the secret as to what qualifies me to help launch all this. Finally, I'll give a brief overview of Unithalo as a daily experimental practice. I'll lay out how you can actively participate in becoming part of this wonderful human solution I've been hinting at. So, let's begin. Cheer and great welcome makes a merry feast. This podcast is actually a potluck party, and you, the listener, are sincerely invited. Have you ever been to a potluck party? For those unfamiliar with the term, a potluck is a party or gathering where all of the visitors bring a simple meal to contribute to the table as an offering to be shared with the rest of the guests. The meal usually says something about the person who brought it. Without words, initially, it speaks of their traditional or cultural background their creative inventiveness, 
their spiciness or mildness and so on. All this becomes a gentle conversation starter for people to mingle with ease. Compliments are exchanged, questions are asked, and it goes where it goes from there. Oftentimes, a potluck isn't a party with an exclusive guest list, but is more likely to be a community event with an open invitation to all. The guests of a potluck bring just one meal, but the host usually provides much more. The host will set up the structure, the time, the place, and the theme of the event. The host will usually lay out multiple meals, snacks and beverages, with all this already on the table before other guests even arrive. The host may also have determined planned activities, entertainments, and maybe even themed topics for conversation. If the potluck is a funeral or a wake, for instance, we may choose to remember the dead sharing exemplary stories about the guest of honor who could no longer be with us, except in spirit. If the potluck is a fundraiser, we will promote the cause and speak of why it matters, what is needed and how guests can help. But overall, a potluck is about coming together and getting to know each other through sharing. It's a wonderful example of humanity at its best. I think we're all yearning to enjoy this kind of connection, this kind of sharing. That's why we go to so many restaurants and why we travel to distant lands. We want to have a relationship with others in this world that we all share together. Even the Earth itself shares its bounty with us, whether we assist it or not. Oh, wonder! How many goodly creatures are there here? How beauteous mankind is! Oh, brave new world that has such people in it. Most people might not realize it, but a potluck is only successful if it brings out humanity at its best. In order for that to happen, you have to realize that there is a certain amount of decorum, a sense of good manners, and a handful of etiquette rules to follow. This isn't the place for an I'll-do-what-I-want attitude. 
You don't show up empty-handed to a potluck and just take without giving, even if you are poor. But most of all, you don't become a food critic, rudely judging the gifts others have kindly brought to the table as an offering. If you are vegetarian, you don't flip over the table because there's a murder of meat on it. If you have dietary restrictions for your health or religion, you don't complain of profane uncleanliness, but simply select from what you can. And you don't just partake of your own meal as if it is elevated above and beyond all the rest. You must remain ever mindful that the whole purpose of the event is to consider these offerings as launching points for conversations, where we get to know each other in a polite and friendly manner through customs of sharing. Even if you can't eat someone's meal for specific reasons, you could say something like, Wow, it looks like you put a lot of love into that meal. I wish I could try it, but I can't because of my dietary restrictions. Is this a family recipe that was passed down, or did you invent it? Rather than being offended, the other person will be relieved that you have goodly personal reasons for not trying it, and then they'll gladly share with you their story instead. One of the biggest insecurities for a guest attending a potluck is that their meal will remain untouched or scraped off plates into the garbage, rejected as leprosy and maggots. The host and other kind guests must always be watchful of this and make efforts to ensure that no one feels left out in the cold. This matter is also an essential key to a successful potluck and another reason why these events are examples of humanity at its best. That's a potluck we share. We care, and we become aware of each other. I don't mean to sound like an inspirational poster child, but it's true. It hurts not the tongue to give fair words. You may be wondering why I launched this off speaking about potlucks instead of getting to the point. But potlucks are the point, my friend. The reason is that my aim is to model this podcast after the wonderful example of potluck gatherings as I have portrayed them. My aim is to present the practice of Unithalo as the wonderful human solution. And what better model could there be than a potluck party that brings out humanity at its best? Oh, I would like to openly invite the entire world community to participate in this party, 
as I humbly serve as the host. All are welcome at the table I've prepared, no matter what. As long as you agree to abide by the basic decorum of a potluck party. However, as a podcast potluck party, instead of bringing food to the table, what I would like you to share as an offering is your thoughts, feelings, experiences, feedback. In the description of this podcast episode, I'll leave contact information and suggestions for ways to participate. So, just as you will participate in party games or activities at a social gathering, I would like to invite you to participate in the activities and practices that I will be mentioning as we go along. Thank you for listening to part one of our three-part introduction to Unithalo, the wonderful human solution. Please return to Lend Me Your Ear for part two of this introduction, where I will lay out why humanity universally needs the practice of Unithalo and why you need it personally. I will also lay out the dangers we face when we fail to do a practice such as this. I look forward to once again prancing upon the stage of your mind. The presenters of Unithello desire this offering to be fully available for free, so that people of all means may freely access it. So please be sure to take advantage of this and subscribe completely for free. However, if you have the means to spare us a dime a day for this daily practice, as a tip, please choose the paid subscription option at $2.99 a month and gain access to bonus material. Don't forget to check the description for up-to-date contact information as well as experimental participation information. Thank you for your support.